0: A Dear Media original podcast. Her name is Coco. For a while, it seemed like Coco Berthman was everywhere. There was this girl from Germany who had been trafficked in a most horrible way. But in early 2022, it all fell apart and people started questioning everything Coco had ever said. Is her name even fucking Coco? We don't even know that. I'm Sarah Gannum, host of Believable, The Coco Berthman Story, a new investigative series from Dear Media. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. You, friend. So, as you know, throughout this season, I've been sharing different stories about starting over, starting fresh, and just growing. And you also know that I have a new memoir that is coming out, and we're getting closer and closer to the big day. It's it's coming out October 10th, but it is available for pre-sale now. Now, here's why pre-sale is so important. One, every single pre-sale purchase counts towards the greater number when they are calculating things like New York Times bestseller list and you know, getting that visibility around an everyday girl's story on how she make, made it. Someone just like you was able to get there without being weird or compromising their value and just doing the old school work. So we want to hit those numbers and grabbing your book now helps me do that, you know. But the other thing is that if you grab your book now, I have bonuses, a sneak peek at the prologue in chapter one. And on top of that, book will arrive on your doorstep when it comes out rather than later. So no spoilers. You'll be able to be the first to read it and we can talk about it in real life on my book tour, which starts in October. So grab your book now anywhere retailers are sold. It's called Nothing is Missing and I'm just so grateful because so many of you have already grabbed it and actually I've gotten a lot of feedback around the prologue and chapter one and we're just diving in. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for all of you who grabbed it. Get out there and grab your book now. But I wanted to talk about something. Today, that actually I dive deep in in the book. It's a theme that comes up often, and I'm actually living the outcome right now of the behavior that I showcase in the book. Ooh, that's hitting. <laughs> it's hitting because I'm like, there's, I don't want to say guilt or shame or difficulty, but I'm just very aware because I'm, I'm, sort of paying the price for the choices that I made. And my memoir is really about that. It's about just all these choices and the lessons. And, you know, some of you are in it now. Some of you have experienced a season before. But I go into my childhood and having kids and, you know, how I got my kids, you know, adopting them and dealing with stage four cancer and the breakdown of my marriage. And you can, you know, read all of that, but I'm I'm living the outcome, the byproduct of those choices today. And that's what I wanted to talk about. If you've been following along on social media, at Nicole Walters on Instagram, I'm on ThreadZap, I'm on um. Facebook, just Nicole Walters around the internet, you have seen that over the past two, three years, I've been sharing about some of the difficulties in dark times and ultimately the joy and recovery and healing of going through a divorce and falling in love and becoming engaged again. And a lot of you reached out to me in the early season of my divorce because I didn't outright say I was going through a divorce. And part of why I didn't outright share that was because, one, I was still figuring it out, right? You know, you already know me. I share my scars and not my scabs. I was still sorting through. Oh, I've never said this before, but I thought we might get back together. I thought I might go back home. I uh, wasn't quite sure, you know, what would happen. Um, I was really taking it day by day. I couldn't believe where I was. Um, I didn't know what it would mean for my kids. And I was just trying to be very tender with myself. And frankly, I didn't say much just because I wanted to be careful with what I said in case things worked out, you know, and I wanted to be careful with what I said in case things didn't. And my kids were to listen to this later. So I just really didn't say too much. But simultaneously, I was also working on my book and I was writing and If you go back and just scroll through social, you know, social leaves clues, you know, you can see where I was talking about, you know, just darker days. And it was just being it was hard and I was sad. And, you know, I want to tell you a little bit more about that time, maybe a little bit more transparently, maybe because I understand it a little bit better now, since I'm on the other side of those specific emotions, even though I'm still dealing with the various elements of grief around, you know, a lost marriage and. I will tell you that I don't know when that grief is going to subside because there is and I just want to be clear. Also, I think a lot of women who've gone through bad breakups or divorces that you know were unexpected, you know, you're grieving a fantasy. You're not really grieving the reality. I'm grieving the idea of what I thought my marriage was. I do not grieve, you know, the reality of what it what it actually was, because um, I'm in a relationship now that is helped me and healed me and um, is healthy and gives me so much joy every day. So, you know, I I'm, I'm thankful that I get to live in what was my fantasy in the present, but I do mourn sort of the rose colored glasses that I used to own, you know, but truth is always better. Right. It's that season y'all believe it or not. It's almost back to school time. We're only a couple weeks out. Summertime is flying by. And I don't know about y'all, but back to school time gets me stressed. Why? Because I've got everything I need to grab. School supplies, lunchtime stacks, you name it. The longest list. And what's been helping save my life is getting this stuff brought to my door. I have the list. I need it brought to me. And I've been able to cross everything off my list before the big day with DoorDash. It is my gold star get it all back to school hack. I want to let you know that DoorDash doesn't just do food. I can get next level convenience with delivery in the hour, which lets me get my back to school needs fast. All my retail, grocery, convenience store things are in the app so I can shop for every single thing I need. And y'all, you know this is true. The kids will give you the list and then they'll be like, we forgot glue sticks. Oh my gosh, we need erasers. Oh, I need this type of notebook. Well, DoorDash helps you Fill in the gaps and get that list done. You can actually be prepared before the big day arrives. Stock up with your on-the-go breakfast, your lunchbox staples, supplies that you need so you can fill their bellies and their backpacks with the brands that they love. You can shop DoorDash to get everything you need for the back-to-school season delivered right to your door. Order now for stress-free back-to-school shopping. Use promo code NICOLE to get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend 15 or more at convenience, grocery, or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more with the promo code Nicole. Don't forget, that's Nicole for 50% off your next order. Terms apply. Friends, I officially have a preteen. And let me tell you what I'm dealing with. It is... I don't like this style, I only like these colors. I mean, it went from me being able to go to the store, grab whatever fits, to having her have fits because she doesn't like her fits, okay? It is crazy dealing with a teenage girl. I don't want to deal with going to the shopping, and I need to save time. And Stitch Fix has really helped me shop for my whole family, especially with a teenager. I don't have to worry about picky clothing things or fitting room meltdowns. I mean, a stylist does shopping for everyone. It saves me time and I don't know about y'all, I have never been a try-on fitting room girl. I will buy it, bring it home, and return what doesn't work. And Stitch Fix actually brings it all to my house so we can do the try-ons in the comfort of our home. We can match them with the shoes. We can make sure the accessories work because we have everything already there. And we do it on our own time. What you have to do is just share your kid's size, their favorite colors, maybe let them pick out the styles. You can even make it an activity. And I also get to share what they're not into. Currently, nothing pink. <laughs> and it works like a charm. It starts at just 10 bucks, so it's actually pretty affordable. And some of the deals are better than what you see in-store on sale. You get 10 items in a kid's fix, so then I get to keep whatever it is they like, and I get to send the rest back for free. I don't have a subscription, and there's no commitment. So it's actually risk-free to try Stitch Fix for your family today. I just love that anybody can now have a personal stylist who can help you no matter what the shopping challenge is. I've always been a buy-off-the-mannequin girl. And now, even for my kids, we're getting the best looks. You can try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com Nicole and get 25% off when you keep everything in your kids' fix That's stitchfix.com slash Nicole for 25% off. Stitchfix.com slash Nicole. During the time when I immediately emerged from my divorce, I don't do too many episodes where I really dive deep into it because it is still something I'm unpacking. And I also want to respect, you know, my ex and I want to respect, you know, my kids and all that. But One of the things that was tough was everything. (laughs) I spent almost a year in one of the worst forms of depression I'd ever gone through. I used to think that I'd already experienced depression I thought that, you know, um, the seasons of burnout where I maybe questioned my purpose or hard work or things of that sort that, you know, I was in a funk or I was bummed out about results that, you know, oh, you know, this is what depression was. Oh, oh, no, no, no. When I tell you I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep consistently. I literally was in a fog. I mean, I was incoherent. I wasn't kind you know, when I could interact. I was impatient at times. I felt hopeless. I lost, you know, like twenty-two pounds in like a month, you know, like call it the divorce diet. But I mean, I was barely feeding myself. Um, and I talk about it in the book the first couple days after I landed in California, you know, I slept for 36 hours, you know, not to mention just the the physical health symptoms, you know, that You know, my doctors were able to track my blood pressure was through the roof. My skin, I for the first time, I was experiencing cystic acne, uh, which is something that I have never experienced in my life. And my skin was breaking out just terribly. I uh, was dealing with facial paralysis. I mean, just truly my body was breaking down in addition to the fact that I could not care for my body. And that meant I also was unable to earn income, you know, because an element of my work right now is, you know, obviously being on camera and going to speaking gigs and traveling. And when I tell you I couldn't get up, I couldn't even I don't even know if it's fine. The motivation, I couldn't see the purpose. I was so deeply sad because I thought everything was over. I was hopeless. And um, I want to let you know that one of the things that is finally a takeaway from that moment that I wanted to share with you and that you may understand is uh, if you depending on the seasons you've been in, is that as a God girl that, you know, I was really being humbled and I want to be really clear about what I'm saying because I don't want people to hear that uh, we're deserving of depression. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, cause some of us, it's a, It's not situational depression. It's a chemical depression, which is why medication is warranted. Therapy is warranted. So I want to be very responsible in saying that uh, not all depression is the same and not all situations are the same. However, what I can tell you is of the many things that I was I'd learned from this season of my life, one of the things that was a huge takeaway for me was a humbling of myself. Uh, And that humbling was because, you know, in my previous relationships, um, I was very codependent you know, I was codependent in feeling that my prime responsibility, worth and value existed in what I did and how I showed up as a mother, as a wife, as a teacher and if I was able to show up completely in all ways, in all forms, sacrificing self and well-being, that that was me at my best. That was my greatest value. And I talk about this in my book. Actually, if you purchase, you know, the book in pre-sale, you'll actually get chapter one where I tell a story about my witnessing some of the things my mother did very early on that reinforced this idea. And for those of you who've already read it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I really did believe that A woman's highest value and what is most respected by her peers, her spouse, her children and God was if she set herself on fire just to keep the people around her warm. And when I tell you that realizing that if I was so sick that I could be nothing to no one and that I was couldn't even take care of myself that thought alone was depressing because I couldn't figure out how I had value if I wasn't like making money or serving. And it was humbling because it meant that in order for me to get myself up and out of this, I had to figure out what my value looked like outside of being a wife and outside of making money because Lord knows I wasn't doing it in that season. And um, the only way I was able to get myself up, and here's the lesson, and for those of you who are in this now or a version of this now, or are you see, or if you're seeing this for yourself in the future, was that I had to ask for help. It wasn't in some magical class. It wasn't in some magical meal or it wasn't in some crazy, you know, coaching or what have you. You know, yes, it did mean I leaned into therapy. Yes, I accepted whatever help I could get, you know, medic- medically, whatever. But the truth was It was asking for help. Asking for help is something that I did not do in my previous relationship enough. And when I did do it and it wasn't affirmed, I felt like, okay, well, this isn't safe to ask for. It isn't something I should do consistently. If you do, it's not warrant. It's not necessary or warranted. You know, I just so I'll just do it myself. And I think a lot of us lean into that. And we because we take pride in being able to do it all or we don't want to I I can't tell you how often I hear from my clients where they'll say I don't need an assistant because I'll just have to manage that assistant or if they get it wrong, I'll have to fix it or they'll mess everything up. And I will tell you that if you are not willing to learn to ask for help now, you will be forced to learn how to ask for help later. You will have to. And it's not just asking. So there's two types of help that can come into your world. There are two ways. One of them is asking and the other one is accepting. Holy hot weather, friends. I don't know what is happening, but it is a scorcher out there. And as the temperatures have been climbing, I have still had to show up for work, for speaking, for gigs, for photo shoots, and I cannot afford to have to get my makeup redone 10 times over because I sweated it all off. Let me tell you about this incredible game changing product that is saving my life. So If you have not heard about Milk Makeup's Hydro Grip Primer, I am about to change your life, girl. It can help your makeup stick for up to 12 hours so you don't have any makeup meltdowns. But catch this. How many primers have you used where you feel like it's still cakey, it's chalky, but it looks like you're wearing a primer and it actually messes up the tone of your makeup? Look, there's nothing weirder than seeing someone who is sweating from the neck down and their face is like matte and shine free. No, 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 no. Milk Makeup's Hydro Grip Primer still gives you that dewy, glowy finish without that sweaty, meltdown mess. Even better, because our skin health matters, it's clean, clean vegan, and cruelty-free. It's 94% natural. It has no parabens, no silicone, no oil, no fragrance, and no gluten. This is literally one of the most popular products out there. 4,700 five-star reviews. Big deal. I'm telling you right now, I absolutely love this stuff, and it has really, really helped. And I love it because when I apply my makeup, it's easy. Look, I'm not a makeup pro. Sometimes I literally just wear this stuff. I'm not kidding. Throw on your primer, leave the house, make sure your eyebrows are right and you still look good. It's easy to find. You can go to your local Sephora. They definitely have it. Or you can get yours at MilkMakeup.com. So head over to your local Sephora or get yours at MilkMakeup.com and tell me how much you love this stuff. Hydro Grip Primer is going to change your summer life. When I tell you being humbled because I I could not feed myself, it felt too heavy to pick up my phone to even order food. I had to accept help if people said they were going to send me food. I was struggling to earn income. Fortunately, because I'd built a business in a way where I had recurring income, I had multiple income streams. I came from corporate and I know what I'm doing in business, thank God. You know, I'd already set it up where my you know, I was still generating income even though I could not show up. So, I was grateful for that because my family did not suffer in that capacity, but I could not add to my income. I could not, you know, engage in new things and um I literally, you know, was so humbled that literally it came to a point where I remember I was laying on a couch in, you know, California in my apartment at the time. And I was just sobbing. I was sobbing. And I remember I was literally vocally asking God, like, you know, what do I do next? You know, what do I do next? And, you know, what came to me, you know, however, whatever your belief system is, you know, as I'm laying on this couch was ask. And in my head, initially, I'm like, I am asking you <laughs> right now. What do I do? What do you mean to ask? And then I felt my phone buzzing, you know, and it was a variety of friends. I have a great chat group with, you know, my my squad, my girls, you know, and when I tell you it, I know I'm speaking to one of you right now, friend. I know I'm talking to someone specific, you know, but I didn't feel good enough to ask. Like, what is my value to just ask you for something? Because I don't even feel like I have anything to give. You know, I don't feel like I have anything to offer right now, you know. And the thing that I had to learn was that for some people, the gift of being able to help the strong friend is a gift in and of itself. Like, that's a blessing to them to be able to be in a position to serve someone that they feel is a good person and on a good trajectory and is a good mom. And there are things people know and think about you, about your talent, about your skills, about your gift. It's, it's something that you show to others. You know, there it's the mentorship, it's the support. People want to be in a position to help serve you because they know they're helping serve a greater purpose. They know your intention and allowing them to do that is a blessing that we do not have a right to rob people of, you know, and I am just so grateful. You know, just a shout out to, you know, all my girl squad, to my friends, to you, you know, I asked for prayer, you know, from you and from my community and y'all and y'all gave it to me, you know, and I got very good at asking. You know, and I got very good at accepting. And accepting even looked like when someone said, "Hey, I can come watch the kids." Yes. You deserve to get a nanny, you know, um full-time to help support because in this season You know, if you aren't able to get out of bed that day, you need someone who's going to help you, you know, and you have the means to do it. That is what the money is for. That is what the old you sacrificed for in preparation for this season. Like, you know, do it. You deserve, you know, to let us help you run your business. I have um, a really good friend who I talk about extensively in this book um, who stepped in in a way that I will never be able to repay There's just there's no quantifiable amount on this planet, but she will never want for as long as I live. And neither were her her children um, because of the way that she showed up for me. I could not I could not make certain decisions in my business and in my life. And she stepped in completely and selflessly and made them as if it were her own. And I will forever show her thanks for that. And it's simply because I couldn't do it. I just couldn't, you know, and she saw that and she stepped in and I said, yes, I accepted. And, you know, if there is a place right now in your life where you know that you just don't have it, you don't have anything else to give. And it's not because you lack. It's because you've given 100 percent everywhere else. I ask you, friend, not to let yourself drown while you are surrounded by life preservers. Just reach out and grab one. They're there because you earned it. They're there because you deserve it. They're there because your life, your purpose, the way you show up deserves to continue to remain afloat. And the idea that you think you're going to up level, because a lot of times in these seasons of divorce, of struggle, of difficulty, of layoff, of hardship, of postpartum, of pregnancy, of all of the different things that we're struggling with in these seasons, they're a precursor to what comes next. To where you're headed and in order to get there you may need as you're being shaped and formed into the being that's going to arrive in that next big moment you may need a little bit of carrying and I promise you if you look to your left and if you look to your right it's so easy for us to say no one comes and helps me or I'm on my own that's one of the biggest lies you know that our mind will tell us that the enemy wants us to believe because we thrive in failure we're more inclined towards failure when we think we're alone because the truth is if you look to your left and you look to your right nothing is missing you lack nothing if it's accepting help meaning i'm at the grocery store and i need help with loading my items into the cart load them that two ounces of energy that you get to save you will need for later for what god's bringing to your plate if it is at the job and someone's like hey i got this cut out early let them get it and cut out early, you deserve that. You know, someone sees you and they see what you offer, let them lean into it. If someone says, I want to make this introduction for you, accept it. If someone's saying they want to invite you to the opportunity, take it. If someone's saying that they want to help support you and your brand and whatever else, and they're doing it with the best intentions and it is a platform you align with, accept it and say yes. If someone's saying they want to watch the kids to give you a date night, take it. If someone say, if the kids are even saying, hey, mommy, let me help you with that. They want to load the laundry or take care of the cleanup, allow them to. And don't feel like you have to do something else. Sit your hide on the couch. You deserve it. Your husband says he wants to take the kids out for the day and leave you at home. Let him. He wants to go and do carpool in the morning so you can sleep in. Sleep in, girl. I'm telling you that if you simply say going forward for just the next three days that you are going to just say yes to all the help that is offered, it will change your life. And when I tell you, when you start realizing how many people want to show up for you, And the meaning in your worth and how deserving you are of that, it really does change your energy and it gives you more energy. And I can tell you that, um, again, like I said, shout out to all the people who have supported me. It has formed me into a person who for this next chapter is going to do so much more and is doing so much more simply because I'm not doing it by myself. And I recognize that. We really are better together. And not only am I grateful to the people in my corner, but I'm grateful for you because I truly could not have made it to this season, to this conversation, to this lesson and everything else I share in my book and that I share here and that I share on social if it wasn't for the prayer and the covering. But I also want you to know that came from me sharing vulnerably and from me asking. So thank you for the support and for showing up as an answered prayer when I ask for help. But I also ask that you do the same for yourself because friend, you deserve. Another great chat. Ah, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram, at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week And I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.